5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. When does Shaq come to the uh, event? Isn't that coming up in a month? That's April, I believe. Uh, Xavier, do they still do the barefoot on the lawn? I could be wrong about this, but I think one of the first sort of bigger names they had were the Spin Doctors. They may have played that barefoot more than twice. This was a big song when I was... In uh, of your guys' ilk and age in college and all that. And here's what happened. They got the spin doctors for barefoot of the lawn, and I was like 30. So in other words, they were way past their prime when this would have been a huge get. The biggest get we ever got, we had uh, a country band, Shenandoah, and all of us guys went to that concert in Minji's because all the girls were going to it. So we went... You yeah, because all the girls, all the girls were going, and they were going to be in their blue jeans and cowgirl boots before all that became a thing, you know. But the biggest act that was going to come to Greenville to perform in my time as an undergrad was Fiona Apple. Big deal, and all those sort of hippie, moody girls of the '90s. I just, I would go gaga for them. I love them. Alanis they would more set? No, no. No, more Fiona Apple. These type of girls wouldn't talk to me. None of them would, in fact. But I love that kind of girl. I always wanted to impress the kind of hippie chick kind of girl. I thought that would be a good match for me, you know, uh, as a young young guy. So I was very excited. I got my tickets to Fiona Apple. I was hitting up the girls in the classes. Oh, hey, you going to the Fiona Apple show. Oh, I have two. Maybe we'll see you there. This is for the days anybody had a cell phone that could text. So I was stoked. A couple of my buds were going. We were going to go Zoom the ladies, as Uncle Buck said. She wins a Grammy and cancels the next day. And the concert was that following weekend. Was that the Grammy where she kind of ruined her career? I don't, yeah, it must have been. But she figured coming to Greenville would ruin her career. But it was the Grammy that ruined her career. What? She thinks she's too big for G Vegas? She was at the time. She thought so. <laughs> Let's see what's on the concert docket after the Grammy. Oh, Greenville. Let's eliminate that. So there you go. That was a big... Uh, I we, the, the campus never recovered from that. It was years before they would bring big music acts. One of the country stations that's not owned by our group, or was never owned by our group, uh, did a couple shows, Martina McBride and other people like that. Well, years. now we got Shaq Diesel coming to town. Now so. Shaq Diesel's coming to town. We had Waka Flocka a couple of years ago. I understand I that's the case. I, I've, heard, I, I've heard tell. I'm not sure what that is. The Jersey Shore guy. I don't know if that's a really big get or not anymore, but he came. Which one? Pauly D? Yeah, Pauly D. I now, believe. my wife, uh, not a hippie chick, my wife tells me that Pauly D is a big DJ on the DJ scene. Uh, is that a scene? I guess that's the scene Shaq's in, right? Yeah, EDM. this is this is starting to sound yeah as you say because aren't you a fan of such music? No, oh you're not. <laughs> no. Who's our who is the person here? Was it, was it 
Derek or who was it that liked that sort of music? I thought been, we hit somebody on the stage. Was it CJ? It wasn't CJ. That doesn't sound like no, CJ at all. No, that doesn't sound like CJ at all. I don't know if CJ could wear his uh, boat shoes and get accepted by that crowd. I, I don't know if that's the case. Well, I think it's Xavier. No, I don't think it was Xavier. Xavier might be a bigger uh, music dork than CJ. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, exactly. Xavier knows that. It's Derek. Definitely Derek. It had to have been Derek. Uh, come on in here, uh, CJ, or Xavier, real quick. CJ's not here today. Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's great to have you with us uh, here, Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, Cliff Godwin's going to join us. Right now, our congressman, uh, Greg Murphy, is in the sky on Air Force One. Um, see, Ben, a great producer would have had Air Force One from Nelly on standby, but that's okay. Uh, I'm kidding with you. But he's on he's on Air Force One, headed to Charlotte, where the president's going to speak later. So we're maybe going to have Greg Murphy on the phone later in the hour. Maybe Congressman Murphy, MD, will join us to talk about flying an Air Force One. Not now, now for the second time in about a month, he's flying to uh, Charlotte with the president. I've seen Air Force One in person. That is the biggest plane I've ever it's seen. An in enormous life. plane. Well, I'm, Murphy's sending me now pictures and videos from inside Air Force One. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing deal. Uh, intern Xavier, who's a musical taster, dorkier than that of intern CJ's. Uh, is in here. We bring him in because uh, he's going to read the weather forecast because I understand you did the weather this morning on Talk of the Town. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, Talk of the Town is a is a legendary institution <laughs> in this market, and I was on it once upon a time. When it moved to mornings, I was there. And you see where I am now. So if you screw up, <laughs> you'll, you'll be in the afternoon sports show in no time. So are you going to read the, the weather for us? Yeah. All right, what's the, hey, what's the, since you did it this morning on the Talk of the Town, <laughs> hey, Xavier, what's the weather? All right, Patrick, tonight is a chance of showers mainly after 4 a.m., mostly cloudy with Whoa, the low. That's in the morning, yeah. not after tonight. Tonight is tonight. Well, tonight ends around what, 1 in the morning. Then you well, start getting into the morning. Says. Okay. So it's with the low around 54, with the chance of precipitation being 30%. Tomorrow, it's a chance of thunderstorms possible after 1 p.m., mostly cloudy with the high near 69, with the chance of precipitation being 50%. Tuesday night, it'll be a chance of showers mainly before 1 a.m., mostly cloudy with the low around 59, with the chance of precipitation being 50% as well. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, it is a slight chance of showers after 1 p.m., partly sunny with the high near 66, with the west wind of 5 to 8 miles per hour, with the chance of precipitation being 20%. Now, the Pirates play Wednesday yes, against uh, Liberty. Give us the forecast for Wednesday again, if you, or have you gotten that far yet? I've, I've sort of yeah. tuned this segment out. What happened? <laughs> so, Wednesday, during, while the Pirates were playing, there is a 20% chance uh, of rain. So, they'll get it in, don't you think? I think so. There shouldn't yeah, be any problem with that. There shouldn't be that. 20%. That's nothing. 20% they're playing in like 20 degree weather of the week. Yeah, I was going to say, if they were playing this weekend, it didn't matter. <laughs> they can play in anything. Sleeting sideways that they can play. All right, what else is the, what else, how many more days do we have on that? That's a very lengthy forecast. I didn't want, I didn't want the Farmer's Almanac <laughs> for the month of, of, of March. Jeez. Either you're blind or that's a, that's, that's a lot of days in there. How many days did you put on the forecast? Like well, eight? It's- well, it, damn, damn Ben printing the, the 10-day <laughs> forecast out. I didn't know if we had Jeez. some weather junkies out there. So. No, we got, yeah, I'm sure we do. Well, it's Wednesday. Now I'm on Wednesday night. So the chance of showers is 30% with a low around 47 Yep, okay. 47, with yep. the precipitation being 30%. Okay. So Thursday, a chance of showers mostly clouded with the high near 56, with the chance of precipitation being 50%. Now Thursday night, that goes up 10% with showers... 
and it's a low in here a little bit. Uh, you notice it <laughs> with with the low being around forty two. So that's it for weather. Now uh, this morning you did this on their video. We yes. don't have video for our show because uh, we just don't. So. <laughs> You um, you I know I, I've 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 discussed it, but I don't know if we can pull it off. Uh, Come on, Patrick, you didn't push hard enough. No, well, I, I probably didn't, but I have my reasons. Okay. So, um, right. you would get to see this really great outfit I have on today if we were on video. Yeah. The you came in looking snazzy today. I did come in looking snazzy. I dressed a little today. I dressed What's the, the part occasion? Today. Uh, just uh, what was clean. I was changing it up a little, Xavier. Okay. Changing it up a little. Wanted to, it was warm, kind of spring weather. Mm-hmm. I have this uh, handsome jacket that my wife got me, and I wanted to kind of unveil a spring ensemble. So I think right. I did a pretty good job of that today. Okay. All right. Uh, much better than the job you did reading weather. Oh, my no, I'm kidding. no, you did great. <laughs> you did great. Uh, Xavier, who handles traffic and weather for us here. That's uh, my day job. That is, that's what he does, intern Xavier. All right. Thank you, Xavier. All right. Thanks, Patrick. You can, you can go in the other room now. Uh, the great uh, intern Xavier there, who is uh, who's who cut up uh, sound faster than anybody on the uh, staff. Now we know that we're going to be good for the baseball game Wednesday. We do know. Well, you know what? Xavier not only has provided us great audio clips from uh, the weekend of ECU athletics, but he also has let us know that it'll be okay for Pirate Baseball on uh, Wednesday. You know what else that means on Wednesday? No PJ show, which means another day off, which means I don't have to do a show. That's a shame. Well, no, I'm fine with it. I've kind of rearranged my Wednesday. I got a lot of, like, personal items and errands i'm taking care of on wednesday so that's that's part of that uh do we want to do we're going to get coach godwin on a little bit uh i'm waiting for i'm assuming they're landing soon because the murphy text messages have stopped so we're going to try to get up with uh congressman greg murphy md uh to to get a feel for uh what is happening here because tomorrow's the uh super tuesday primary that north carolina is a part of and I don't care who you are uh, supporting, uh, but you do need to vote if, you, if you're registered and you've not voted in early voting. I early voted this year. Uh, I find it great convenience, so I, I always early vote. And I would uh, say regardless of what you are doing uh, or who you're supporting, uh, it's very important you go and vote tomorrow. And we'll remind you of that tomorrow as well because the polls will be uh, closing about an hour, hour and a half after we get off uh, the air tomorrow. I think 6.30 to 7.00. Uh, is uh, in the morning to the evening is when they'll be open. So uh, vote if you have uh, not tomorrow, if you did not partake in uh, early voting. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's get our, we'll go do our pirate report, shall we? Let's go ahead and do that. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Bryson Whirl uh, uncorked a couple of dingers against High Point. Lit it up. This was uh, Bryson Worrell talking about coming back and stepping up after the first two games of the Keith LeClaire Classic, which included an offer. Bryson Worrell cut four. Oh, yeah, it felt good. I mean, the first two games didn't go how we wanted them to go, and we got to put those games behind us and move on to the next game and just play our brand of baseball. Uh, he also talked about uh, hitting better on the second day of the event. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's never fun to hit when the wind's blowing in. And it's still 40 degrees outside, so today was a whole lot better day to hit. And uh, this is what he uh, talked about was going through his mind after he uh, hit his second homer. Um, 
<laughs> nothing really. I mean, I'm just, just trying to get a swing off and an uh, advantage count and it's having to work out for me. And uh, this is uh, Bryson World talking about the importance of yesterday's win against High Point. Uh, it means a lot. I mean, you never want to go on a weekend and get swept. Um, and just be able to bounce back and get that win is really important. And uh, they'll take on Liberty Wednesday. Bryson World's thoughts on that. Um, just come out with the same energy we had today and swing the bats, stick to our approach, and throw the ball well like we did today. So Bryson Worrell with a couple of home runs uh, on uh, Sunday as the uh, Pirates uh, broke the hitting sticks out and uh, swamped uh, the uh, Panthers uh, in uh, the final game of the uh, Keith LeClaire Classic. Uh, Jake Kuchmaner got the start, went five innings. This is uh, Cooch on how he was feeling afterwards. Uh, it's, I mean, there's some days are still there, still kind of feeling it, but it's definitely fading, so it's good. I feel, I'm starting to feel normal again and feeling like myself. And uh, getting the win, he was excited about that. No, I mean it was good. It's good, always good to win, and uh, you know, glad we came out and swung like we did and played defense well. So, Cooch was kind of the stopper yesterday. Pirates needed to uh, win uh, to sort of uh, salvage the event, and uh, he was uh, up for the task yesterday. Cut three. It's good. It's good. You know, nobody was really down at all. Um, you know, we had a lot of good conversations. So, um, you know, we've done a good job of flipping the switch and bring good energy back from from a loss like that we're going to talk to uh, cliff godwin about uh, gavin williams prognosis and uh what they have to kind of work to get him back to where he was before his injury when we talk to cliff a little bit later on uh but this is uh, coach godwin following the game yesterday talking about the decision to go with uh, gavin williams in the ninth inning his first uh, action this year uh in a uh in the 2020 uh, season for the pirates Yes, I'm, I'm laughing because he, he was going to throw an inning and we were hoping that we could do it when uh, the game was not on line. So we had it penciled in to throw the ninth inning, no matter what the score was. Uh, I don't know if I'd have ran him out there if it was like a one-run game because I don't know if it would have been fair to him. I'm sure he would have wanted the ball. He wanted to throw two innings and we told him that he got to throw one. So, uh, But it was scheduled for the night. He looked- Pirates uh, seem to do a very nice job this weekend. Uh, obviously, the Indiana game was very frustrating, but uh, they came out Saturday with a lot of intensity, a lot of purpose, and that was a championship-level baseball game. It's a really good game, 2-1. to one. Uh, Ole Miss with the kid they rolled out there. Uh, Against a very quality opponent. Oh, yeah. I mean, a, a legit you know, top 10 top five in the RPI opponent uh, with uh, you know a pitcher that is going to be getting paid pretty well to to pitch in the future. And I thought the way they came out in that game, but even losing that as tough as that was, they, they came out Sunday and had a lot of uh, intent yesterday, a lot of purpose yesterday, and that was good to see. Uh, let's... Uh, turn our attention to basketball joe dooley's going to join us later in the week joe is uh out uh, down in florida recruiting there was a tweet today from one of the uh, recruiting insiders talking about a couple of juco kids that uh, joe was looking at at uh, tallahassee community college this is joe dooley talking about uh the yukon loss where yukon kind of separated that thing you know in the second half late and uh, it ended up being uh, a score that probably was a little less indicative of the level of, of competition, at least for the majority of the game. But uh, UConn, down a, down a man. They suspended a guy on Friday before the uh, game. And so they were down 
to seven scholarship players and still uh, took care of business on the road for UConn on Saturday. Uh, Joe talked about the guard play in his postgame comments. I think the guard play, also, they've gotten set in rotation, sort of got used to each other, and they've played a lot of close games. I mean, I think Gaffney, once they put Gaffney and Boat Knight into the, uh, into the lineup, they've been a little bit more stable, and Altry, uh Gilbert gives them some, some pop off the bench with Wilson. Those guys give them a little pop, to, and, and Adams give them a little pop. Uh, teams' growth during the season. This is Joe Dooley on that. Well, I think, I mean, I think we have. I mean, I, you know, I, I wish we had all the pieces together early, but I think it also helped us in the long run. I think we've, when you look at the, uh, we have gotten better. We still need to keep getting better, but I do think that uh, when you look at statistically where we are in the league and, and, and a lot of numbers, we, we have gotten better. We still have a way to go, but um, I do think we're a lot further ahead than we were a year ago. No, absolutely. Uh, latest on the injury situation for the Pirates. Uh, we were all, you know, everybody's banged up, but no one cares. I mean, everybody's hurt. Uh, you know, we'll have, uh, I mean, I think we'll see who can get through practice today. We've got a couple guys dinged up, but I mean, I've, nothing else changed. And uh, Jaden Gardner was in a, uh, a foul situation, held to a season low nine points against UConn. Joe, on that? Uh, a little bit of both. I, mean, I think it's, you know, I think, you know, there's some. Uh, you know, I, I think he put himself in harm's way a couple times and had a couple little cheap ones. And I think, you know, you know, I thought one of them he had his hand straight up. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a referee's decision, and, and we have to go with it, but that's part of it. And uh, this is uh, Charles well, – this is uh, Newton. And uh, Tristan Newton talked about, uh, you know, playing a little better, the guard play being a little better to maybe help Jaden Gardner out. Uh, certainly it's been a year where they have not done, uh, they just haven't made a lot of shots. And when Jaden's struggled, they've really struggled shooting from the perimeter. Uh, Tristan Newton on that. Uh, that is uh, 23. The infamous cut 23 we were talking about before the show. I think their game plan going into the game was to stop him. So every time we got the ball, he had like two, maybe even three people. And plus he has help side. So it's really on us as the guards to put him in a better position to score we got to move around the offense, and we just can't give it to him instead. This is uh, Jaden Gardner talking about uh, being better than the record has shown this year. Cut 17. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we watched them film. We're like a really good team. Just had some really tough losses. That's what comes with playing in the league. Just good. And we have to be fundamentally sound on defense and guard our yard and convert on the other end as well. All right. So uh, those are uh, some of the thoughts of uh, the uh, Pirate basketball players and Joe Dooley. Uh, Coach Dooley on the road today recruiting. In fact, uh, I don't know if Coach is going to be calling into the uh, radio show tonight at 6 uh, over at Logan's or if he's going to be uh, or will not be calling in. I know Coach Chilius, at least last I heard, was going to be involved uh, in that. And then uh, John Gilbert will also be over there tonight at uh, Logan's uh, for the final Joe Dooley show uh, of the year. But that is uh, today's uh, pirate uh, report. So uh, that is uh, that there. Uh, do you have any weekend winner, weekend worst uh, candidates, Ben? Because I, I might have a couple. We could do that next segment uh, if we if time allows. If not, that's not a big deal. We, we can uh, get Cliff on the phone. I, I definitely know. have one on the top of my head after right. watching some XFL games. Ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. The attendance. I, uh, yeah, you know, I watched a little bit last night of, uh, and I mean a very little bit, yeah. of uh, Tampa and D.C., 
Yeah, Tampa, D.C. And uh, there, there are more people in these two rooms than were in Tampa. Oh, really? You think night. so? I thought the attendance was pretty good. So I thought it was pretty bad attendance. Well, they only sell the lower bowl. So, well, I have uh, it's my dad's cousin in uh, Illinois or in St. Louis, and he said they have act, that that actually if they were opening the upper deck to the dome this weekend, that they had sold like thirty thousand tickets to the to the opener. The lower bowl. So that's a little gutsy right there. Well, but th- there was a demand because they had sold that many tickets. And, of course, St. Louis is, you know, still sort of, as a, as a community, upset that they lost their NFL franchise. So uh, they're trying to show out. I'll tell you what, though. St. Louis, they have a very dedicated fan base for the XFL team. They do. They do. Well, that's what I'm saying. They sold 30,000 tickets. So I don't know what they ended up selling this weekend, but nonetheless... Uh, hey, congratulations to uh, our uh, three uh, local high school teams that are still in the running for a state championship. Conley's girls will play tomorrow against Jacksonville. Conley's girls are the uh, number one overall seed in the East for the 3A. And then the Farmville girls will play North Lenore. That will happen on uh, tomorrow as well. That'll be at home over in Farmville. And then uh, a big game that uh, they're already saying may be uh, – People need to get in line now to get in. It's uh, Farmville at Kinston, which should be played at Farmville. It shouldn't be being played at Kinston, but that's a whole other story for another time. Uh, so congratulations to all of those uh, teams, players, and coaches uh, for uh, getting, I guess, tomorrow's the fourth round of the uh, state playoffs before the uh, regionals this weekend and then the state championships a week from Saturday. Uh, four passes to HomeFest 2020 coming your way. Oh, let me say this before we uh, before we do that. Uh, our... Uh, Pirate Report today, brought to you by our Interbanks Media Pirate Partners, Transportation Impact, Ship Smarter, Spin Less, Fantastic Sam's Cuts and Color, Affordable Services, Salon Perfect Style, Moore's Old Time Barbecue Chicken and Seafood, and Caribsey Restaurant in Emerald Isle, Fish Prime Raw. Uh, our Home Fest 2020 is coming up on Saturday at the Convention Center in Greenville, and uh, your chance to win four tickets a family four-pack of tickets to this event. And once you do, you will be registered to win a weekend getaway at the Beaufort Hotel with breakfast at 34 Degrees North Restaurant. Uh, you'll be included, automatically registered, to win that fabulous prize if you are caller three. Uh, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. We'll get you qualified for that family four-pack of uh, tickets. And you'll be automatically registered by winning that Home Fest grand prize uh, for a uh, weekend getaway at the Beaufort Hotel along with uh, breakfast at 34 Degrees North Restaurant. Uh, caller 3 at 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. And uh, we'll be back with more of this uh, Patrick Johnson Show Monday in just a bit. Among the things that uh, we will watch before the show on our vast array of bank of monitors is Judge Judy. You know, before the show, we'll watch that sometime. And uh, Judge Judy's not going to do her show anymore. Next next year, or this year's the last season of Judge Judy's show. She's already planning some other show, which I'm sure will be a pretty lame ripoff. But uh, she announced it. So I would say a weekend uh, worse for my grandma, Grandma Norma, who loves her some Judge Judy. Do not call between the hours of 7 and 8 at night 
to Newport, North Carolina, because uh, Judge Judy's on and she ain't having none of it. She will not answer the phone. Are you doing the weekend worst? You blew it! Weekend worst. That was a, was a worst for my grandma. She didn't like it. Did not like it. Sent her the text this morning about it, and she went down with it. Wanted to know why. Very angry. Mr. PK, on the other hand, argues with Judge Judy while Judge Judy's on. the uh, Like, talks to the TV and argues with Judge Judy. I think she's very arrogant. She comes off as arrogant to me when I watch the show. Judge Judy? Yeah. Not compassionate like that guy up in Rhode Island. No. That's a judge yeah, you want to yeah, go yeah. before. If you're going before a judge, you want to go before that guy. Or just make your kid take you out to breakfast or something. Something like that. Yeah, exactly. That's the guy you want. You end up with breakfast. Your ticket's ripped up and you end up with breakfast. Yeah, exactly. That's the judge you want. You don't want Judge Judy trying to, especially when he pulls her hair back to look like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She's trying to cultivate that look here in recent times. No. I'm not a fan. You know how much money she's made off of that show? Well, it's a syndicated TV show, oh, so it's got to be a ton. She's the highest paid TV performer in the world. Does not surprise me. She's, oh, she's killing so it. So much money. It's not even fun. And she made all that money like a little later in life, too. She's set. She'll never oh, have no, to do she, TV yeah, again yeah, if she didn't well, want to. She's going to do her new show no. called uh, Judy Justice. Uh, yeah. I don't know about that. Congratulations. I don't either. Congratulations. But I tell you who will watch it. My grandparents. Uh, congratulations to Eric Smith of Winterville. He is the uh, latest winner in our uh, HomeFest 2020 family four-pack giveaway. It's at the convention center this weekend, Saturday, all day long. And he's also been entered to win our HomeFest 2020 grand prize. He is uh, registered to win and registered in a drawing to win a weekend getaway to the Beaufort Hotel along with breakfast at 34 Degrees North Restaurant. Uh, the drawing will be on Saturday at the home show. Uh, Cliff Godwin and his uh, Pirates uh, this weekend in the uh, Keith LeClaire Classic. Tough couple of days uh, for the Pirates on Friday and Saturday, but uh, got the hitting sticks out yesterday, defeating a high point. Coach Godwin joins us for our uh, weekly conversation with him on the phone right now. Cliff, great to talk to you. Thanks, as always, for the time. Thanks, Patrick. Glad to be here. Want to just get you? You've had a little chance to digest uh, what was a hard-fought, uh, emotional weekend. Kind of uh, uh, maybe an evolution in this team's uh, journey this weekend as well. But I just, you've had a little chance to digest all this. I want to get your thoughts on how your team is different starting this week than they were starting the weekend. I don't know if we're we're different. Um, I think that we. Uh didn't play uh, – we didn't play terrible. We just didn't execute enough pitches on the mound. It's probably the worst that we've pitched mm-hmm. as a staff on Friday night against Indiana. Didn't put together enough quality at-bats against their reliever. So the the game was closer than what the final score was. It was 6-5 to five in the fifth or sixth inning. And then we, um, you know, did not pitch well enough to just keep us there. And uh, So it is what it is. It's baseball. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And then Saturday was really what normally a Friday night uh, game is where you've got, you know, superb pitching, great defense, the wind's galing in. It's uh, definitely cooler temperatures, but the crowd was awesome. And it was a two-to-one game. And, you know, Ole Miss scored two runs in the second inning. We scored one in the bottom of the first, and we weren't able to scratch. So just a real uh, heavyweight fight so to speak, that we fell a little bit short on. And then 
and I was super proud of the way our guys responded yesterday and just showing up. When this day and age, kids sometimes they feel sorry for themselves and they're not able to get back up off the mat uh, when they've been knocked down. And I was really proud of really all the young guys that were able to bounce back and be ready to go yesterday. Cliff Godwin uh, is with us uh, here as uh, we talk about uh, the weekend that was the uh, Keith LeClaire Classic for uh, the Pirates. Coach Godwin uh, on the uh, line with us uh, here. I think you really articulated very well what what Saturday was, and I mean that was a true uh, regional type of atmosphere, postseason type of atmosphere. Five thousand fans. Uh, it was a big athletic day on the campus, and a lot of people, uh, uh, you know, were in chilly conditions, but having a heck of a time watching a great baseball game. And they threw one of the best uh, player pitchers in the country. I mean, a guy that. Uh, is is a surefire uh, draft pick, high draft pick, and, and you all were right there toe for toe with him, uh, the Hogland kid, and uh, you know just just to as you said, didn't execute in a few of those instances, but I mean that you talk about one of the top pitchers in the nation to to for your guys to face. Uh, yeah, I mean they're going to face some good pitchers, but he'll be among the best that they they face this year. Absolutely, it, it could be worse. You could have got no hit. So uh, <laughs> you know, you face them for six innings, and then you got two of their best relievers. And like I said, it's just it was tough offensive conditions yeah, without yeah. great pitching on either side. And but when you have a guy like him on the mound, it's just tough, and you, you've got to. Uh, cash in on the opportunities, and we had a couple opportunities that we didn't uh, weren't able to score. And you look up, you get beat two to one. So Ole Miss won just a few more pitches than we did, yeah. but the crowd was awesome. And Coach Bianco raved about it. He was, uh, you know, anticipating that, but probably really didn't think it would be as good as it was. And for him to say that, that means a, a lot. And I really appreciate all the fan support. Yeah, the the ECU fan support was great. Uh, from what I can can gather, the Ole Miss folks that were there were impressed by it as well. Uh, I'm talking their fans, so uh, I think it was a real eye opening environment uh, uh, to be experienced for for teams. They hear about it when they come in. It, it's quite an environment uh, at Clark Leclaire. Uh pitching for for the Pirates uh, this weekend. A couple of of really you know interesting performances for various reasons. But uh, we go back to that Saturday game at CJ Mayhew for for the Pirates uh, was excellent in relief. Yeah, he was awesome, and you know he he's been really a big key force and a guy that goes in and just pounds the strike zone and is not intimidated or nervous or scared, whatever the word you want to use. He's just getting the ball and he's pitching and, and we're really happy with the way he handled himself in a big time environment. We saw Gavin Williams uh, close out the game against High Point uh, and, and that was sort of as you uh, talked about yesterday afterwards, the plan going in. Uh, you know, unless the game had been a little tighter than it than it was, uh, what does that mean for you know Gavin's kind of prognosis to, for for the immediate future? I guess how do you plan? Is that a role you plan to use him in? Where, where do you see this going with Gavin Williams right now? Because that was the number one question uh, I think a lot of fans have been asking here the last couple of weeks is when he would be available. We are going to number one see how he feels. Um, you know, after that outing, it's one thing to throw you know a heavy bullpen. And, Everything. It's another thing to get out there and face uh, batters and just be in the moment of competition. So we'll see how he feels today, and then we'll go from there. But 
you know, I don't foresee him starting this weekend mm-hmm. um, in any capacity. Just we've got to build him up. You know, we can't just all of a sudden say, hey, Gavin, go throw 100 pitches. That's not uh, what you can do with any pitcher, but especially somebody like Gavin Williams. Yeah, is that building him up, uh, Cliff, more of a uh, he kind of has to get – you know, his legs and stamina back, or is that uh, in precaution of the injury or a little bit of both? He couldn't throw a baseball for some time. Right. So you have to get his arm back in shape mm-hmm. uh, with the amount of pitches that he can throw. And we've been very cautious with him just because we want to make sure that it's the right time and we're not pushing him. And like I said yesterday after the game, he wanted to throw two innings, but that's not <laughs> what we uh, wanted him to do from a health standpoint. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to to continue to move him slow and once we get his pitch count up to what he is able to start then maybe he goes into a starting role but we just got to get him there first and then we'll figure it out gotcha pirate coach uh, cliff godwin with us so much about uh baseball and life is how uh you react to circumstances you alluded to this a little bit with the way your team came out on sunday uh but uh it seemed like even despite the tough loss Friday, your guys were, were, were dialed in and up for the big matchup Saturday. And then yesterday, uh, it could have been a head-hanging situation, but they were ready to, to, to roll. The way that this group has responded to, to any adversity so far, uh, and even prosperity so far, has that been uh, something that has uh, impressed you uh, early in the season here? They've done a pretty good job, you know, showing up every day. That's all we talk about is just making sure you show up with intent and energy every day. It's a lot easier said than done. Uh, kids have so many distractions today uh, with the social media and anybody in the world can touch them and say whatever they want to to them and tell them how how great they are when things are going good tell them how terrible they are when (laughs) things aren't going as well right it's amazing what one day one at bat one pitch can make somebody feel about a certain individual so it's uh it's challenging and it's the thing we talk about within our program, control what you can control. You can't control what people think about you, whether it be fans, parents, you know, scouts, whoever. And uh, our guys have done a pretty good job up to this point, um, staying in the present moment, being where their feet are, and just controlling what they can control. Yeah, it really seems like they have. Pirate coach uh, Cliff Godwin is, is with us uh, here. Uh, coach, uh, our friends over at D1 Baseball, uh, and I like to ask you these questions about the game because I, th- I don't think there's anybody uh, that uh, respects and, and wants the game to succeed to its highest level, not just ECU, but the game itself of college baseball than you. You know, I'm kind of curious uh, to get your reaction to this. I don't know if you've heard it about it, if it's something that you w- would advocate, maybe – uh, you haven't given a lot of thought about it, but they reported, I guess, going into the, the weekend that there's a, they've been kicked around the idea of instead of a regional site and you having 16 of, having 32 regional sites. In other words, three game series, uh, among the uh, teams in the NCAA tournament. Doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon, but at least it's being kind of kicked around and discussed. What are, what are your thoughts on that? Again, I like to get your take on some of these things that go on or could go on with the game. Um, and, and just obviously to me, that's something that grows baseball, takes the postseason to maybe places that wouldn't get the postseason. So that's a good thing for the game of college baseball, I think. What do you think of it? To be honest with you, I have not given it any thought whatsoever. And I have heard about it being kicked around, but I know it's not something that's going to happen anytime in the immediate future. So I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm all for growing college baseball, just like you said, and continue 
to promote the game. I think our game's in a really good place, and uh, whatever we can do as a coach, as a coaching group, as whoever, administrators, I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, I think it'd be great. Obviously, as as, you, as they said, and the point's been made, more uh, you know campus sites and those uh, three game series uh, that would maybe add a, an extra element, a different wrinkle, be a lot of fun. Uh, big uh, week ahead, some road games coming up, uh, Coach. As you talk about wanting uh, to to be in the present moment, but also get one percent better each day. Uh, turn around, and uh, we'll we'll uh, take on a team that you have some familiarity with. Uh, Wednesday, and then uh, the first series on the road. Uh, give us a, a kind of a synopsis once you get these guys back together Tuesday. What you're looking for the rest of the week? We, uh, <clears throat> you know, our guys will lift today, um, optional lift, and then we'll practice tomorrow. And then we have Liberty coming into town on Wednesday, who's he's a really uh, good club. They're seven and three. Uh, Scott Jackson does an unbelievable job with uh, his program, and we played them in the fall, and they're really good. So uh, we'll need to get ready for them. And once we do that, then we'll move on to the next day. Cliff Godwin with us. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks, Patrick. Appreciate it. Pirates will uh, play coming up on uh, Wednesday against uh, Liberty. That is a 4 o'clock game. Uh, 3.45, the airtime here on 94.3, the game. Then uh, things get a little interesting for the ECU schedule. You're going to have a stretch where they're going to play four out of five uh, on the road following uh, the game Wednesday against Liberty here at home. And that was not – late edition is probably not the right way to term that. About a week or so after the schedule came out, that game was added uh, to the schedule, uh, the Liberty game. So there might be some – people's minds uh you know a week off but no they added that to the schedule and uh there will be pirate baseball at clark leclerc stadium wednesday at four uh the uh, weekend games against charlotte out in the uh, queen city uh that will be uh friday at six saturday at three sunday at noon and uh you'll hear all that right here on uh, 94 three uh the game uh tuesday elon Next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, Elon at uh, 6.30. And then uh, they go down to UNC Wilmington on March 11th. So there's going to be a stretch there of uh, four out of five on the road. And it'll be interesting to see how this team uh, responds because this uh, weekend will be a first. It'll be the first uh, road series for ECU this uh, season. Uh, Hoops, of course, Sunday at uh, UCF, and uh, we'll have uh, Joe Dooley on uh, later in the week to talk about uh, wrapping up the regular season on the road against the uh, Knights. Uh, The Coach Dooley radio show tonight. Uh, Coach will not be there. He's out recruiting in Florida, and uh, Joe will be uh, uh, replaced by uh, Coach Chilius, Rafael Chilius, uh, scheduled to be on from what I'm told, and uh, also John Gilbert will be there as well. Uh, that is coming up at 6 o'clock tonight. We have reached out to our, our congressman, and I don't know if the, the pictures and videos of Air Force One quit uh, coming in. So my guess is that they had landed and they're having to go through all the protocol and all that. So if we can get Greg Murphy on the phone before 6, we'll do that. But we are increasingly uh, winding down as far as time goes for that. We do have time for an update on everything that is going on in the world of sports, from the Pirate Nation and beyond. Ben Byram with that right now. 
Ben Barham here for your 94 Through the Game Sports Update. East U Baseball won one of their three games over the weekend as the 17th annual Keith LeClaire Classic, getting their first win yesterday and dominating 13-1 fashion over High Point. Here's what head coach Cliff Godwin had to say about the Pirates' performance in that game overall. Bryson's been great, you know, uh, so has everybody else. Uh, I think some guys have been pressing. It's good to see Burley hit one out. Uh, Bryson getting two. Connor Norby played like himself today. Hoover is getting back into the swing of things, playing like himself. So our guys, uh, as fans, I don't know if they know, but our guys invest a lot, and they put a lot of pressure on themselves, and it doesn't come from me. It comes from them because they care so much about our program. The Pirates are now 8-3 on the season after dropping games early in the weekend against Indiana 11-5 and the eventual tournament winners Old Miss in a close 2-1 ball game. The Pirates return to action this Wednesday at home against Liberty at 4 o'clock. Coverage for that game can be heard right here on the flagship station, the ECU Pirates, 94-3 the game. ECU track and field had a successful weekend as junior Brooks Zip Stiff captured East Carolina's third conference title of the weekend. Saturday as the Pirates wrapped up their stay at the American Athletic Conference Indoor Championships. In addition to winning the league title in the triple jump, Stiff set the school record in the event with a mark of 12.82 meters. She also finished fifth in the 60-meter hurdles with a time of 8.46 and sixth in the long jump at 5.86 meters. East U football gets a new addition to their coaching staff as they hire Steve Ellis as their new defensive backs coach. His appointment to the staff extends a 17-year D1 coaching career. Assault stops as a defensive backs coach at USF, Middle Tennessee, and Nichols State. Pirate Hoops had a tough weekend as they lost their final home game of the season against UConn and an 84-63 effort, dropping their overall record to 11-19 and 5-12 in conference play. Freshman guard Tristan Newton led the way of 25 points, 6 assists, and 5 rebounds. Here's what the young guard had to say about the Huskies' defense. Uh, defensively, like they set a whole bunch of what's it called, like cross screens. They set a lot of staggers and a lot of off-ball screens. So we haven't dealt with that a lot. Like as much as they do, we haven't dealt with that all years, and that was uh, pretty difficult to guard. The Pirates look to finish off the regular season on a good note as they battle UCF on the road this Sunday at 2 o'clock. As for the women's team, they had a successful weekend at home against Tulane, winning that game 53-50, to improving their overall record to 9-19 and 6-9 in conference play. They'll look to keep it up as they battle Cincinnati on the road tonight at 7 o'clock. Local South Central alum and UNCW basketball guard Shaquem Phillips earned his third CAA Rookie of the Week honor of the season. The Winterville native averaged 16 points, 4.5 rebounds, and 4 assists in game against Drexel and Delaware. Furthermore, in college hoops, Georgia Tech has withdrawn its appeal with the NCAA for its one-year postseason ban and will not play in the ACC tournament beginning March 10th in Greensboro, North Carolina. The team was informed Monday afternoon the school will continue its appeals of recruiting restrictions. In high school hoops, we head into the fourth round in North Carolina High School Athletic Association playoffs with a few local teams still alive and scheduled to play tomorrow. For the girls' bracket in the 2A East, top seed of Farmer Central battles 13th seed in North Lenore. In the 3A East, undefeated top seed of D.H. Conley takes on 5th seed of Jacksonville. And in the boys' bracket in the 2A East, 3rd seed of Farmer Central against 2nd seed of Kinston. And around the NFL, the Bengals plan to use their franchise tag on star receiver A.J. Green. The tag is said to be worth around $18.5 million. And Panthers cornerback James Bradbury claims he's seeking a deal worth $15 or more million. Ron Rivera and the Redskins are among the teams most interested in Bradbury and free agents. We are 94 through the game sports update. I'm Ben Barham.
go today. 20 inches of snow socked Eastern Carolina. It was the uh, infamous blizzard of 1980. Were you around back then? Yeah, I was. I, I don't necessarily remember it, but I was around. A wee lad. A wee lad. Yeah, let me. No, I, yeah, I was. I was around. You're having me reveal too much here, Ben, about my age. I, I like to have. I like to be in that sort of meaty, twenty-seven to seventy-one age range. Mystique about the B-man. Well, here. I like to. I like to have that range of. I'm somewhere between twenty-seven and seventy-four. I prefer that. Uh, R.I.P. James Lipton. The uh, host of the Inside the Actors Studio uh, died today at the age of 93. I always liked that show. They would talk to the actors, and it was not overly pretentious and full of political views. It was the actors kind of telling their, and they got a little stories out of that. The show had kind of gone away in recent years, uh, but James Lipton no longer with us, dead at the age of 93. I am uh, guessing we're not going to get the congressman today. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I'm guessing. Uh, Tomorrow on uh, the Patrick Johnson Show, college hoops writer C.L. Brown, a friend of the show, will join us. Duke and NC State tonight. That game will be played over on uh, 107.3 WTIB. 107.1037 WTIB. Good grief. I knew I would get the frequency wrong. 103.7 WTIB. What's the line on that game, Ben? Devils did not look good Sunday at Virginia offensively late in that game. And it wasn't like UVA was shutting them down defensively. I mean, this is kind of a limited Virginia team, although they have, they're greatly improved. But right now, Duke is fourth in the ACC. Duke is favored by 13. Over the pack? Yep. Uh... I think it's going to be closer than that. It's going to be a little closer. I, I I agree with you. I'd take the under there. I would, uh, or, or or take the pack to cover, excuse me, uh, is what I would do there. I'm not saying the pack are going to win outright, but I would take the pack to to uh, to cover that. They will they will lose by less than 13. But we, we'll see. Vegas knows. Uh, Tom Brady, speaking of college basketball, I guess you would see one at Syracuse on Saturday, and, of course, ESPN's hype machine mode that the Tar Heels are going to win the NCAA or the ACC tournament. Hell, probably the NCAA tournament at this point, but the ACC tournament, despite being dead last. Uh, but uh, a lot of celebs were there, including Tom Brady and Julian Edelman were at the game. Did you see this? Yes, I did. And a little controversy from it. What, what now, what is it? What controversy do you speak of? I heard Julian Edelman said, uh, he's going to stay. And then Brady well, that's what I was going to say, yeah. apparently there's video out there where Edelman says he's going to stay. Was it one of those deals where they're coming back from like the break? Coming back from break, like look who's here, right? Yeah. And and they're talking, and you and the camera's natural mic can pick up the audio. Yep. Yes. So Edelman's like, my boy's coming back. Yeah. And Brady does what? No, he's not. Says no. Brady he's not. says that. No, he's not. Apparently, uh, the Raiders have. I read today are planning on making a pretty significant offer. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I'm not sure if that's a good fit for him. His best fits New England, and I don't even know if that's a great fit for him yeah. at, at this advanced age. Uh, C.L. Brown tomorrow talking hoops, and then uh, Eddie Rhodes, longtime uh, football baseball coach in Pitt County, 
will be with us. He has a great little event uh, coming up in April that supports kids for, with cancer. They've been doing it for a handful of years, so we're going to talk to Eddie about that tomorrow. Thanks to Cliff Godwin for being with us uh, today. Pirate Baseball back at it Wednesday at 4. And uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow here for a 5 o'clock edition of the Patrick Johnson Show. So thanks to Cliff. Great job, Ben Byram. Xavier, I see 40% chance of rain now. we got to talk about your forecast here in our post-show meeting. See everybody tomorrow. Patrick Johnson Show. Thank you.